The George Real Estate Group Radio Broadcast is celebrating 10 years on WHKP. The George Real Estate Group is celebrating 10 years on the radio live every Thursday morning at 10.05 on WHKP 107.7 FM and AM 1450 and streaming online at whkp.com. Each Friday morning at 8.45, the George Real Estate Group presents the Hometown Hero Award to someone in our community who goes above and beyond to make our hometown a better place to live. Here's this week's Hometown Hero Show. The nighttime, and shake hands in the light of day. Daytime friends and nighttime lovers. Kenny Rogers on Real Country. Daytime friends at 8. 45 on Friday morning, and you guys know that we all get together around the radio microphones on Friday morning and talk about our George Real Estate Group hometown hero. And we are excited to talk in, uh, to Stacy Fields and learn more about uh, things that are going on with Raspberry Fields. Yep, we're going to learn about all about raspberries coming up. But first, we want to learn about real estate, and uh, Julia and Ari are here from the George Real Estate Group. What's happening uh, in the real estate business, guys? Hi, it's a joy to be here a uh, second day in a row. Thank you very much for having us. And uh, I do want to say that the real estate world is booming. Henderson County is a fantastic place to look at right now. Uh, we are with the George Real Estate Group. My name is Ari Munoz, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Julia Krupp. Uh, we are located in Flat Rock, right next to the Flat Rock Bakery Village. Um, if you haven't been there, come say hi to us. We'd love to have a cup of coffee with you. Uh, in summary, uh, we are honored to be here today with Stacy Fields. Um, we love the Hometown Hero segment. It is really an honor to be in the presence of somebody that has made an impact in the community the way oh, you have, Stacy. Yeah, thank you. We're looking forward to that. Julia, got any uh, open houses or anything happening this weekend that you're aware of? You know, no open houses that I know of right now. Um, not one that I'm hosting, not one that Ari's hosting. But okay. we, you know, we touched on our house in Crooked Creek yesterday. Yes, and some, yes. A lot in Canuga Ridge as well as... And yeah, if you're looking in Royal Pines, I have something that you might love. Single story, one basement, 2,226 square feet, meticulously maintained. It is gorgeous, super updated. You would love it. Sounds like all these homes are uh, kind of a rare find. They, you know, they are. And I don't know if you are aware, Andy, but the homes in Crooked Creek are they're awesome. great. They're great houses. Beautiful. And they are yeah. hard to come by for sure as well. So we're excited about these properties. Um, but we're also really excited to be here, as y'all have said, with Stacy. So our hometown hero today is Stacy Fields. Stacy is the owner of Raspberry Fields and Mini Batch Bakery on Seventh Street or on Seventh Avenue. So, you know, we are we're here and we're excited to be here with you, yeah, Stacey. Yeah, thanks so much. I, I, Good I'm great. It, it's quite an honor. Thank Good you. Good morning, Stacy. Good to have you here. Well, let's talk about Raspberry Fields. Uh, let's let's tell yeah, us all about so, that. So we we got here, my family and I, almost ten years ago, and we love the area so much that we decided that this was where we wanted to uh, put our final roots down. It took us about two years to find some property. Mm -hmm. uh, we found that out in the Fletcher area in Hooper's Creek community, and um, it was actually more property than we had anticipated buying. So we thought, let's grow something on it. We'll pay for the property, yeah, you know. So yeah. looking back, we should have just just paid for the property and not 
taken on so much more work. But but uh, in hindsight, it's been a good thing. So we decided to grow raspberries. Both of my grandmothers had a very large farm growing up. Um, they had family gardens, and part of that garden setup was raspberries. Mm-hmm. One had black raspberries, and the other one had red and gold. So growing up, I just assumed everybody grew up with raspberries. That was just a norm. So as I got older, I realized that wasn't the case. So when we were searching for the product uh, or the produce that we wanted to produce on our small farm, raspberries kept coming up. Um, They grow well here. Our soil was very nice uh, and well suited for that. We're very close to a creek. Hooper's Creek actually cuts through our property, so we had a water source. So we just jumped in, planted an acre, and if anybody understands how you know wow. many berries you can get out of that, it's 2,600 linear feet of cane. People ask me all the time, how many plants do you have? And I'm like, we do not count. Um, <laughs> there are so many. So um, we, we typically get anywhere from 8 to 12 tons of raspberries out of that field a year. Um, Amazing. I know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, we still we try not to think about it we just put our head down in harvest and just we have some great help and we just get it in and handle it but um when we start adding the numbers up at the end of the year it's 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 mind-blowing um but we have a red raspberry it's called autumn bliss is our variety it's it's a delicious sweet berry and we selected that um for the flavor a lot of other varieties like Heritage and Carolinas, um, there are different ones out there that are more suited for a larger commercial operation. And most of those are 20 plus acres um, that you're doing. And so they're ship, they're packing in the fruit and they're shipping it places. So it's, it's firmer and the flavors are different. It's a good berry, but it's just different. The Autumn Bliss tends to be a little softer. Um, so it's not as uh, kind. Raspberries are fickle as we all know, there's a very short window to get those fresh. And so we decided that local was our focus. Farmers markets, uh, we send uh, fruit to Tractor up in Burnsville and a lot of other places here locally. There's a few cafes and restaurants that we take fresh fruit to. But um, we decided that it didn't have to have that shelf life. We just needed to get it out of the field and in the hands of the people that were going to enjoy it within two days, three days. So that that was our focus, and we also have this uh, zero tolerance for waste uh, on the farm, and so every berry that's not eaten fresh goes in a jar. Uh, We either make jam with it, or we make vinegar with it, or we mix the two together and use it in our shrub drinks. We serve fresh shrub drinks. Shrub drinks. Shrub drinks. It's actually an old-fashioned farm drink. Okay. Uh, I describe it to people as an old-fashioned farm soda because you use seltzer water. Uh, Typically, you can pick out a fruit, a sugar, and a a vinegar base and then you can add spices you can use blueberries and peaches and balsamic vinegars and all kinds of different things google it there it's a plethora of things out there that you can figure out how to make your own shrub but we wanted to just focus in on what we had which right. was our raspberries and so the first garden jubilee we ever were at we had all these jars of jam and all this vinegar and i was like how are we going to sell this stuff because people don't know what it tastes like we can't sample mm-hmm. twelve thousand people or however many come to garden jubilee a lot yeah a lot <laughs> yeah it, it seems like it's 12 million sometimes when we're out there but anyway so we were like how do we sample this stuff so i googled it what do you make with jam and vinegar shrub That's shrub wonderful. Oh, this is this is amazing. This is a great idea. So then we brought the seltzer out to the street. We pre-mixed it. We sold a drink after a drink after a drink, and people loved it. So we still do that every Saturday at the Hendersonville Farmers Market. 
Um, that's eight to one, May through October. And that really brought us, uh, this whole raspberry shenanigans brought us to, uh, what do we do next? And so the the baked goods, I've, I've baked all my life. We've done bread and muffins and stuff. Um, so the, the Henderson County tailgate market is where we started. Uh, there at the county parking lot. We were there for three years. And then the city decided to put this city market together. And we were honored to be you know one of the flagship vendors in that and we have just exploded with our um, our client base with exposure at that market Um, so as our demand grew uh, we provided more offerings so sourdough bread pound cakes cheesecakes cookies pinwheels cobblers scones all the things that we ridiculously make and so then it got so large they're like okay we gotta get this out of the house like I need my dining room table back. Like, we can't keep packaging things right here. You know, we certified the home kitchen to make the jam and the vinegar, which was easy enough. And under that same classification, you can do baked goods. So that's how that started at the house. And so um, for about two years, we were looking for a space really more of like a commercial kitchen that we could come in and bake and go to market and not really have a place. And we searched and we searched and there's really nothing here in Henderson County um, that you can just go and produce a product. And I'm going to make a little plug here because that's been a a drum I've been beating for some time is we've got to have that here in the community. We have so many small farmers who produce tomatoes and peppers and all the produce and they really need a way to to take that and make a value-added product. Not everybody has the funds or the time to to put in a facility like we did over there at 7th Avenue. We were fortunate. The timing was right. The landlord is wonderful. He worked with us, um, and we were able to do that. But we really were forced um, to, in order to grow our business to do that, to have our own place. What you're talking about is a facility that's located in west buncombe county called blue ridge ventures that's right and that's that's what is needed here maybe not quite that scale randy but you're absolutely right we need something uh we looked there we did tours there um we were trying to figure out how we go and bake and do the things we needed to do and make our jam with that drive how we take our products from where we're going the logistics just were really hard i'm sure we even looked at um, there's a community kitchen in marshall their extension office has a kitchen that they're small farmers i mean literally if you have two bushels of something and you just need to jar them and you need an hour for that or two hours whatever it is it it's not conducive to do all the legwork that blue ridge ventures and it's not necessary that that's a bad thing it's just a different scale right and so you got to start somewhere yeah and so i think having a smaller kitchen here for people to test i'm going to make this salsa maybe it's good maybe it's not right but i've got to make some of it and if i if i make it at home i can give it to people to taste but i can't sell it because it's not i don't have the certifications i don't have the commercial equipment so that that's kind of how we got to where we are um and so we we've done the safe serve and we've done the health department inspections and we put all the things in that we were required to do so we could have our own facility it's a little small place Um, i wish we could have done a larger space so we could have invited our other farmers in we just were able to do it there yeah Um, but yeah we're we're excited to be down on seventh avenue it's a happening place these days it is yeah there's a lot of things happening um gosh um every day it seems like something's changing and i talk with the city a lot and you know they they've got the plans to do the streetscape and hopefully that's coming sooner than later and uh, there's promise of that so we're excited to be sort of on the front end of that really big wave that's coming down there Yeah. yeah well 
Where is the specifically the street address for your bakery? So it's 404 7th Avenue East. Um, we're right there across from Daddy D's. We're right there at the stoplight. It's kind of hard to miss us, but yeah. um, we're actually a block or so, whatever the distance is, down from Underground Bakery. And people ask me, is that a problem being right there? No, it's <laughs> no. just like having breweries right there together. Everybody's got their different flavor, their yeah. different theme. Uh, we love Underground and what they offer. And what we, we have is just very different. Uh, we send people to McFarland's. We send people to Flat Rock and to Fletcher Bakery. We know Dave really well. So it's just... We enjoy the variety of all those things that make our community really special, really unique. Gosh. So we're, we're happy to be in that lineup. I can't wait to visit. Uh, you've got a friendly <laughs> staff there. At, and, uh, and tell us uh, yeah, in, a, in our two, two, three minutes remaining here about uh, the family. This is a family operation. Oh, it, it's yeah. such a family operation. They're about to uh, commit mutiny on me uh, because <laughs> we've been working so hard lately. So uh, I've been talking down, talking them off the cliff, so to speak. So here's a good chance. So to, here's uh, a yeah. good chance. They are phenomenal, my family. So my husband, uh, Chris, and I started this and our children, you know, by proxy got uh, sucked into it. So we have an older daughter, Ashley. Her and her family live over in Inca. They're wonderful. Um, Jacob um, is 23 and uh, my daughter Lydia is 17 and uh, they just work shoulder to shoulder with us they have since the beginning and they really um, have quite a bit of investment in it and then we have a little one uh, a new a new raspberry in the group David he's two and a half uh, he popped up and said hey don't forget about me so uh, so he's been um, quite the joy but it is te- definitely a family affair the women that i have down there helping me are a stellar group um, they're actually friends of mine that i called before we opened um, and set forth to do this bakery adventure and i said okay are you in <laughs> can you help it's going to be crazy are you willing and um, when they put both feet in i was like okay we can do this so i have a wonderful group of women down there pam and julie and um just just a great um a blessing those, those women Fantastic. are a blessing uh, they they put up with my shenanigans and i use that word a lot and my smoke and mirrors but they really um they really lay in there and do a great job so uh, it's not just one person i'm sitting here talking about it but there's a lot of other people that it takes to make all of this stuff work so at the end of every berry season except for 2020 and 2021 because 2020 was COVID and 21 I had David so I'm like I am not throwing a farm party this year y'all can forget about it but we've done an end of season celebration called Berry Jam where we have a party on the farm we have music we do food we do desserts we have a ginormous bonfire and uh, so it is a big time and so we are having that come up September 30th and so if anybody wants to check us out on the uh, website tickets are available for purchase you go online you click your button you put it in it's real simple and that ticket uh gets you in it gives you dinner gives you beverages it gives you desserts uh, a whole evening of entertainment on the farm bring your camping chair and then all the proceeds go to the ymca mobile food markets fantastic they do a mobile farmer's market every week in henderson county a couple other counties too but they do our proceeds will go to henderson county where people can show up they get fresh produce, no questions asked, no cost. So we what's, really appreciate their efforts. What's that website? Our website is www.raspberryfieldswnc.com. And uh, our phone number to the bakery is 828-595-4895. So you We're can reach us anywhere. 
out of time. We are out of time. Thank you all so much. Appreciate it. We've got some goodies for you, uh, Stacy. Thank you, Julia and Ari. Have a great weekend, everyone. It's WHKP. 107.7 FM and WHKP AM 1450, Hendersonville, North Carolina. We're Real Country, serving Henderson County for over seven decades. Hey guys, it's Lucy Miller-George, your favorite nine-year-old. And I'm here to talk about the George Real Estate Group. Are you ready to sell your home and move on to bigger and better things? Well, let me tell you. My family knows a thing or two about selling houses. We have the experience of helping over 1,300 families. And let's be real, selling your home is a big deal. But with our expert guidance and our terrible dad jokes and Lucy jokes, we will make the process as easy and painless as possible. Want to hear a joke? Why did the real estate agent cross the road? To get to the other listing. Okay, maybe our jokes aren't the best. But our selling skills are definitely are. Give us a call today, 828 828- Three nine three zero one three four. Have a nice day. The George Real Estate Group is located in Flat Rock, North Carolina, near Hendersonville in Henderson County. You can find them online at realestatebygreg.com. The George Real Estate Group can be reached at 828-393-0134 or stop by their office at 2720 Greenville Highway, Flat Rock, North Carolina. Tune in live each week on Thursdays at 10.05 a.m. on WHKP 107.7 FM and 14.50 a.m. or stream online at whkp.com or download these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. The George Real Estate Group brings you the WHKP Hometown Hero Series every Friday morning at 8.45.